0: Balance Grind family, we are back. We are back with part two of our two-part series, balancing moving to a new city. Last week you guys heard from my good friend Pat. Shout out to him for hopping on the episode. And this week, you can get to hear from another one of my day one, A1. Oh, I messed that up. A1 since day one. Day one. Whatever. Alright, you guys know what I mean. We've been friends for a long time. <laughs> And so my good friend, Sid Booker is going to be on this episode telling us all about the reasons that she's moved and what my girl has moved a few times. So shout out to her Gordon through all of that. But she's going to give us the ins and outs of what she moved, the reason for each time, what she learned throughout the whole process. And hopefully you guys can snatch some gems along the way that can help you if you ever have to move to a whole new city. Enjoy. guys welcome back to another episode of the balance grind i'm your host ryan adams and today we are talking about balancing to a new city part two so last week we talked about this with my good friend pat and pat was basically going from real country to real city and so i really wanted to bring on a female perspective because i feel like you know Go through different things, different emotions, yada yada. So I brought one of my best friends, one of my longest friends, Sydney Booker, here with us because Sid has not moved once, not twice, but three whole times. <laughs> so I feel like she would just have all the gems for this episode. So Sid, tell us. Tell us about yourself. Give us an intro. Hello, Balanced Grind. I'm
1: Sydney. It's nice to meet y'all. I'm from Mississippi, a little town called Past Christian. I met Ryan at Xavier, and I'm currently
0: a scientist at KBI Biopharma here in Houston, Texas. Mm -hmm. A scientist. That sounds real. (laughs) That's crazy. That's crazy to say. (laughs) Real smart.
1: (laughs) every time I say it out loud I'm like wow sometimes it's crazy
0: yeah so uh, fun fact Sid and I met like the summer before freshman year even started real day one yeah like pre-day one (laughs) we both took like decam in the summer which I don't even know why we did that oh it was totally unnecessary stress before (laughs) the stress (laughs) So it's just crazy now that we're, like, literally back, like, we're in the same city. Yeah, life comes full circle. Yeah. The real ones always come back, you know. (laughs) Facts. Big facts. All right, Sid, so you moved three times. Okay, Mm -hmm. give us, like, a summary. What was the first, second, and third move?
1: Okay, so the first move was, you know, my childhood move to college life. So from Mississippi to New Orleans to Xavier. Mm -hmm. And then I sparked my adulthood (laughs) from Xavier to Memphis, Tennessee, and then I sparked my, um, I guess, second wing of adulthood (laughs) (laughs) from Memphis, Tennessee, to Houston, Texas.
0: So here I am now in Houston, in H Town, H Town. All right, cool. Okay, so we're just gonna like go in order. From first, so first move at eighteen going from high school to college okay give us like a quick how was it going up where you were like away from home a little bit but not too much yeah so my hometown is like an hour
1: or less from new orleans wasn't a big move at all but you know it's kind of big to me i come from a small town actually Mississippi, to new orleans that's a it's a small area size city but it's definitely a big well-known city who doesn't know about the big easy you know (laughs) So um, expectations, I expected college life. I knew mean, I was going to HBCU. I was excited. You know, young, eighteen, right. fresh, thriving. Mm, yeah. <laughs> Reality, college. I loved college. Like I loved
0: college too. I loved it. Was right? a bubble? Yes, it
1: was a bubble of, in New Orleans. Yeah. All these, you know, soon to be successful Black people going to school together in this big party city. <laughs> amazing yeah so you got to really party not just party but you know grow up with I, I feel like I became a woman in, in New Orleans for, for real. real like <laughs> for real I learned a lot of hard lessons in college it was a a fun time though like you know yeah. there a
0: lot of parties yeah met some it's lifelong like, friends it's like going out with the same people you just bust your butt to make an A on the test yes right? you deserve that yeah you need that definitely so um, yeah
1: I mean that move was expected I mm-hmm. I knew I was gonna go to college and you know from a young age I knew that's what I wanted to do so it was an expected move and a good move like right. I felt accomplished doing something at a young age and I enjoyed my college career
0: yeah and I met Ryan like <laughs> come on <laughs> the main thrust <laughs> are <me. laughs> no okay cool so kind of like basic basic typical like college stuff yeah moved into a dorm like yeah kd in <laughs> kd yeah. bathroom right oh all, all the basics <laughs> yeah okay cool so nothing's nothing like crazy about that move
1: no nothing crazy about that move my was, you know i was on i was still on autopilot like when you move to college it's like still structure right it's nothing that you're not expecting right it's like like a linear path Path. yeah yeah yeah. you know where you're going it's it's cool it's like yeah it's 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 exciting and you're anxious to get there but it's also like you still know it's college you know what to expect so i i got my college experience and what i expected definitely okay all
0: right yeah so now i think these are like The more interesting ones because it's like this idea of adulting. So it's like, you know, when you're about to graduate college, everyone is literally asking you, like, what's next? Like, what are you going to do? What's your next plan? And I'm like, sometimes I'm like, why are you asking me that? Like, (laughs) can you, like, what if I don't know? Right. And it's people just because every, I feel like every other part, you know, for like the traditional student to just run like straight through to college, it's always been like, like we said, like a linear path, like you know mm-hmm. what you're doing next, you know what the next move is, you know what the next step is. But after college, sometimes that's not the, the case. case, definitely. Right. <laughs> and so, lost in the sauce. Out there. Yeah. There's so, there's just so much other stuff, whether you're trying to do like professional school, whether you're trying to get a job, you know, it's like so many things kind of have to align. Mm-hmm. And then in college, like, Especially if you're like post college and you're trying to figure out what you're gonna do next, it's like this aspect of like finances Definitely. that maybe you ain't never had to think of, <laughs> <laughs> like oh, at, Right? Like what is that? <laughs> that doesn't go through financial aid. Directly <laughs> <laughs> no, to my re-house? house. <laughs> no <don't> refund <laughs> Come on. Yeah, like what is this? <laughs> okay, so you talked about like the move to Memphis being like adulting, like part one. Mm-hmm. So tell us expectations versus reality of moving to Memphis. And like, why were you even in Memphis? Like what happened for that? Okay.
1: So, you know, when I graduated from Savior, I decided to move back home first Okay, to uh, Mississippi, but I don't even count that move because it was literally three weeks. <laughs> I was like I can't stay in my mama's house to <laughs> go, no <laughs> offense, mama, to go, to <laughs> this. but like, I'm just not that person. Like I feel like I was independent already. I had mm-hmm. lived on my own, even in college. So I was like, I, I got to get out of here. And I was searching for jobs. I applied to like, I don't know, a thousand <laughs> plus, maybe, but I had to do what I had to do. And you didn't want to be home. I did not want to be home. Okay. So... And at that time, I was also in a relationship. So I was trying to figure out, like, what am I about to do? It's real confusing time in your life. It's just right. like, uh, 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 uh. <laughs> you know, right. it's just that. So um, I got a, a job in Memphis. Like, that was my first big, big girl move. It was like, wow. like By yourself. By myself. I got a, I got a job in Memphis. And so, um, that was also where my past relationship was, but that's irrelevant. (laughs) Next topic about the move. So I made the job, I got the job and I thought it was going to be great. Like, um, it was for a cell therapy company, still the same type of company that I work for now. So this was the spark of my career. I, I knew that I was stepping in the path that For I the was,
0: rest of your life
1: right not the rest of my life so like, oh, rewind that line. not the rest of my life but the spark to something greater greater okay. than what I was doing because okay. I wasn't doing anything right so okay. it felt good like I was working in my field I was going to be working in my field so I was excited you know uh that was my expectation, okay. excited, anxious. Oh my God, I'm gonna be making some money, Like, Right. No more broke bitch, vibes. Cause <laughs> <laughs> college right. was, you know- The struggle. A broke, fun time. <laughs> the broke is the funnest time you could ever have in your life. So moving right. to Memphis, like I knew that I was gonna be making some money
0: mm-hmm.
1: and I was gonna be working in my field that I went to school for. So I felt accomplished and you know right. ready to start that life
0: all right so what was the reality the reality was um ooh,
1: life hits you like a dump truck <laughs> <laughs> the reality like right? so the job wasn't what i expected um i didn't make as much money as i wanted to make um relationships crash and burn it was it it's just like life hits you you know and yeah and it got a little tough, you know, but it's life again, and, and Memphis was my growing, learning, and maturing season, I
0: guess, like, I okay. really took that into account. Okay, so you said the job wasn't what you expected, the finances were was not what you expected, did you find it, like, difficult to manage your money, now that you actually, like, had, a, like, a little sum? Oh, yes, definitely, like, it's like
1: first of all i was getting paid weekly and i feel like if anybody knows you get paid weekly it's like money comes money goes like the money okay. was hitting my pocket and i was like i'm gonna get paid next week i'm gonna <laughs> go spend this check <laughs> hey it don't even, it's not it don't matter next week because i'm gonna get paid again and okay. i just knew this consistent income was coming which was great like mm-hmm. you know that's what you want you want consistent income but right. you also want to be watching your expenses once you start making more income you know so Mm -hmm. i guess that was my issue i started spending (laughs) a lot more (laughs) More than i was (laughs) per usual so i mean that was a reality check i ended up having to um not necessarily having to because i could still pay my bills and everything but just i wanted to enjoy life more and um so I got a job bartending. Like I was, so you got a side hustle. I got a side hustle. I'm a hustler, baby. Like for real. like, I'm gonna get the money. Like, and I realized, like, I don't ever want to be broke. Like, that's just right. not, a, not place. a good feeling. Yeah, I, I feel like I have that mentality that like I'm a, I'm gonna go get it no matter however, I, not no matter how. Like, let me rephrase. <laughs>
0: hold up within within moral a, and legal an
1: ethical reason <laughs> moral reason i'm gonna do that you know what i mean so yeah i started bartending at this cigar lounge downtown memphis um a street over from bill street and i started making bank i'm when i say bank i mean like i was making more money bartending than i was your job? at my your main job, job? being an analyst yes being oh mm-hmm. my
0: god and i was
1: only working at the bar like three times a week no way. yeah but it's it was like one of those bars so it's a cigar lounge okay. and it's downtown memphis around all the businesses so it's a lot of rich okay rich rich people <laughs> coming in there basically you and can just, say white white rich white people <laughs> <laughs> a whole lot of rich white people come to spend their money on drinks and, you know, all that. But it was a good space to be in. Like, I learned a lot, even from the people coming in and out of out of there. They were teaching me stuff. Just being at the bar, they knew I, were, I was not, you know, here for anything just, any, just to be here. Like, right. this wasn't just my only,
0: you know, means here. So I definitely enjoyed that, and it was a good experience. Yeah. Did thing. you enjoy it more than your, like, main job? Um, it was more fun of course but it was like
1: I knew it wasn't what I was going to do for the rest of my life like, right. it's not something I could retire off of or make a right. long time career or
0: you know it's hard
1: work being a bartender they don't tell you that part like <laughs> my feet would ache
0: and mm-hmm. I smelled
1: like a cigar lounge it was disgusting like I don't want to take all my clothes off before I walked in my apartment right so it was pretty nasty but now I definitely think I had a lot more fun at the bar, but I definitely enjoyed working um, at Cognate BioServices—that mm-hmm. was the name of the cell therapy company—more than working at the bar because it was in my field. I felt more accomplished right, right. there, of like working your purpose. More. Yeah, but it was—it um, was cool working at the bar. It was exhausting. I was working two jobs. now. Right. Right. Don't get me wrong. But, long
0: days, long hours. Yeah,
1: but in the end, it was rewarding because I was making a lot more money than just working at cognate right
0: okay okay so that's the financial part what about the friends part did you have did you know anybody no one (laughs) I know one
1: I mean I knew people from Xavier that were but not like people I was cool with for real I knew of people people love right. me and we were in the same city but you know how that goes like, right
0: you can't befriend everybody right like, and like I feel like friendships post-college is like very different definitely because you're just not you're just not in the same space not in the same space head space like right know, right physical space right people
1: are trying to make it like we're young yeah
0: you know? yeah I yeah I think people <clears throat> just like in our age. Then people sometimes just based on like social media and Instagram you just feel like post college like you're just out here thriving like no this is a grind season yeah like people are literally like hustling hustling and it's hard yeah like no one tells you that no one tells you that they're like ooh, you graduated college Yay. yeah you're ready go into the real world Damn, no. <laughs> they did not tell you the real world was like it's trash right 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 it is a grind season.
1: But I did end up meeting um, some friends okay. through my job. Like, okay. that was, like, I met my friend Jazz and MJ, specifically, Lindy Wayne. Like, those are the people that I met, and they started making me feel more comfortable being in Memphis. Okay, A lot of them, some of them were new to Memphis. I mean, I think mm-hmm. one girl was actually from Memphis, but they were young, too. So mm-hmm. it was cool to see young and they were black. So okay. you know, it was a familiarity coming from a HBCU right. where I know everybody's excellence and right. proud to be black and mm-hmm. moving to a black city of Memphis, Tennessee, and working in a cell therapy company and seeing black people that are smart working next to me. It felt mm-hmm. good. I was like, okay, right. I like this. Like I'm still so friends with them to this day. And we've built, you know, friendship, relationships off of this job so I'm grateful for that for sure like we definitely thrived in that aspect
0: okay that's cool okay so you were able to find lasting relationships if it were not for your job do you think you would have been able to make friends easily um not as
1: easy but I did meet some other people outside of my job too like I met my friend Anna and she's like one of my close cool friends also. Mm-hmm. So I did meet, you know, other people in different ways. And I ended up, you know, being able to go out. They had a lot of rooftop parties and stuff like that before COVID
0: right. and everything.
1: <laughs> so I enjoy I started to enjoy Memphis and everything eventually. <laughs> like <laughs> I had to start making some more money, got right. an extra income, made some friends and that took a while like right. for me to get comfortable going How out long with my do you coworkers. Think that took? Ooh, some months, like... Like six months, six? like half a year? Yeah, like half
0: a year. half a year.
1: Half a year. Half a year until I'm, like, comfortable in the city. Like, re- actually comfortable in Memphis. Like, okay, I'll go out with these friends and mm-hmm. enjoy myself. Like, you know, it, it's, it's just a new space and right. it's hard to adapt it takes to new time. things. Yeah, definitely.
0: Definitely. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, so now you have friends. You have some money what was like what was a stressor about moving to a new city that you were like not prepared for a stressor um not having money
1: or friends and also just not knowing what to expect just Mm -hmm. the unknown
0: is did you have your job
1: before like you knew you were gonna work that job or did you yeah okay no I knew I was gonna work that job like I wasn't moving to memphis without having a job i wouldn't yeah. move anywhere without having a job that's just me Jim, yeah you know, <laughs> cool throwing them in there like that but i i just i'm a planner like uh, sometimes i'm a planner sometimes <laughs> i do stuff you know on, on on a whim but when it comes to like finances and money mm-hmm. i've learned the hard way that you have to plan yeah. be proactive you better be proactive than reactive like jim <laughs> <laughs> But definitely being proactive helped me. I I I was ready for this moment too. Like I I I was ready to get out of my mama's house, like and and start my adulthood. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, be on my own and become independent as a woman, yeah, in the world. It was a challenge, but I felt like it was a much needed challenge to move away from my hometown and um, learn more and mm-hmm. open my eyes op- open a lot <laughs> of <laughs> opportunities and everything else too
0: yeah I feel like the last note on the friend thing like yo, why are adult friends hard to make oh my gosh like I mean, is that just me no it's
1: not just you I just feel like as adults we are setting our ways like we don't have to Um, try to please everyone, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. Like, and you don't have to be cool with somebody. You don't have to do this. You don't have to do that. People are on their own frequencies. And it's a little harder to vibe with somebody who is, like, on their own frequency. Right. It's it's like you have to really be like-minded and you have to be selective with who you Mm -hmm. want to be around because it matters. It really matters yeah.
0: Yeah, you want to know
1: that your circle is thriving and the people that you're around are like reliable uplifting you yeah, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. you want to be able to count on them for sure right. so right.
1: that definitely matters and and I thought about that you know with the friends I make to this day like I learned some hard lessons because I lost some friends even making the ones in Memphis like I was like oh <laughs> I heard you was a whole girl I <laughs> <with you. laughs> no but for real like I had to drop a friend because like you was on some shisty stuff and oh like that's not yeah. cool like Right. but I guess I was raised different and I've been around people so mm-hmm. like I'm gonna have to cut you off but right. no hard feelings I'm an adult right but still yeah not everybody's <laughs> your friend not everybody
0: can be- yeah and I feel like we just don't have the same like level of time right like time is like what is what is time like, like a concept yeah it's not even real. <laughs> so it's like the free time especially because now at this age we're like grinding like most mm-hmm. of the time like the free time that you do have like you don't want to spend that with someone who you low-key don't like anyway right. <laughs> or like who is shy <laughs> or who you can't trust like right. that's not who you want to spend your free time with and I, at this age we're like I'd rather be by myself I'd rather spend my free time by myself Thanks. than try to force a friendship.
1: Definitely. And I definitely became comfortable with myself, especially when I was like six months mm. of me first moving there. Like, okay. I didn't have a choice. Like, you know, my <laughs> <force>? no friends, <laughs> to do. You know, I would go out to eat by myself, I'd go to the movies by myself. I didn't have a mm. problem. Like, I. I wasn't really on the dating scene when I first moved there and everything. Like it was real chill. Like you know, yeah. I eventually like you know moved out to become more social, start dating again mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But other than that, like I became comfortable with just, just me, yeah. and it was okay. Like right. I, I was enjoying just I was enjoying myself. <laughs> yeah, like, talking to myself a lot at the house. <laughs> like it was
0: cool. Like, you're like, it. dang, I'm low key really funny. <laughs> Cool. All right. You look cute today. <laughs> I swear. Yeah. Okay. So what about like Memphis as a city? Like on a scale of one to ten. What would you rate it?
1: Um, I'd give Memphis a
0: strong six. Oh, that's kind of that's failing. That's failing. That's kind of Memphis low. Failed. why? Because it just okay in
1: the big in the beginning it was okay I mean Memphis Mm -hmm. is a large area city like Mm -hmm. it's pretty big yeah I I think it's like top 10 in the U.S. and landmass but it has a lot of black people you know what I'm saying Mm -hmm. but I also was there in the time before the pandemic and a time when the pandemic hit. so like before the pandemic it was stuff to do, but it was like the same stuff. You go the same stuff to the same people, same crowd. Okay, like
0: so it got old. Yeah,
1: it got old real quick. And I, I I don't even like I'll go out and enjoy myself every now and then, but I don't have to be on the scene all the time, you know? So okay. it got old really fast when I'm when I do go on the scene, I'm seeing <laughs> the same people listening, the same music. All right. It's mundane. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, this is getting boring and everything and then the pandemic hit and it was like I'm in a relationship at this time too when the, pan, mm. when the pandemic hit so that was more enjoyable I guess because mm. you know I'm chilling with my man so whatever yeah so that was cool I didn't really get to experience the city as much but one thing I will say Memphis was dangerous like it was, no, no jokes, (laughs) not laughing, like, they were shooting at people on the interstate, like, just randomly, like, it was supposed to, like, gang initiation, oh my god, the gangs would go shoot people on the streets, like, randomly, so it was, like, you know, the stories you hear about Memphis being dangerous, they're true, like, they are actually true, so, yeah, I, and then the pandemic hit, so it was, like, people got even more crazier like you Mm -hmm. hear even more stories because people are desperate you know so I stopped really enjoying the city like Mm -hmm. I started hating the city (laughs) it was like (laughs) so ready to go like get me out of here please (laughs) help and I was just like at I got to a point where I was there for how many years almost three years
0: it was that long
1: yes it was two and a half same
0: yeah it doesn't like, feel we're that long. like
1: going on our fourth year out of college that's true we're old we're definitely 25 whoa yeah. don't say that out loud. like yeah so after a while I was like hating Memphis I was okay. manifesting my next move girl every day I was you were manifesting yes I'd go to work and I'd be like, I ain't going to be here next week. I kept telling them, I'm like, for my two weeks, notice man, And they'd be laughing at me. And I was like, I'm dead serious.
0: Just wait. So just wait. You, so you, you were manifesting. So you knew it was time to get out of the city. Yes. How?
1: How did I know? I just felt like it wasn't much opportunity for me there. So I already told y'all I wasn't making what I wanted to make mm-hmm. doing what I was doing as a um, QC analyst and self-therapy. It just wasn't what I was expecting I wasn't getting promoted in the company they weren't promoting black people in my company like it was mm. blatant I wouldn't say racism but favoritism okay. okay and the favorites were white so okay it looked like racism <laughs> <laughs> but um, <laughs> I'm not gonna blame <laughs> on racism but yeah so I, I just wasn't comfortable in that space anymore I, okay. I was sad I think I got a little Depressed. depressed not even a little depressed I was depressed like I, I can confidently say I was depressed okay living there and I just knew I wanted more like this wasn't going to be where I was going to grow I had mm-hmm. outgrown Memphis for sure
0: okay I think that's like a very powerful like recognition
1: yes and it was it was painful like it hurt like I'd be sad about it you know why because I felt like I was stuck like I have been here for over two years and I feel like, oh my gosh, it is hard to move. Like moving is top two and it ain't two worst <laughs> adult experiences. Like it's hard to move. So yeah. like, I was also dreading. Having to go through that experience, find a new job, and do all this, so I was procrastinating, and I think mm. in my procrastination, I just get getting shattered or shattered, Oh my god, <laughs> I hate here. So every day I'd be like, I hate here until I changed my mindset, and I was like, I'm gonna get out of here. Like you know, one day okay. I was just like, was just a switch. Yes, I don't know what happened. <laughs> I was like, I gotta get out of here. Shout out to
0: you guys. Yeah. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I was like,
1: oh goodness, I gotta stick to go, and then. I remember um my friend lindy way she had a baby and came back from maternity leave and like a week later she put in her two weeks notice and i was like next week i'm putting in my two weeks notice and people started laughing again i was like i'm serious this time like i'm not <laughs> joking and okay. that day i went home and i started searching for jobs for mm. houston because i always knew i wanted to come to houston like houston okay. Memphis was never a part of the plan, <laughs> ever. Like, I never said, Oh my God, I want to live
0: in Memphis, Tennessee. Yeah. Like, right. no, who says that? You know, <laughs> somebody might say that. Who? To <laughs> oh my God. the shade. I'm helpful. Before I can say that, I'm helpful. Mm. But, okay. Yeah, so I knew
1: I wanted to get out of there for sure.
0: Okay. And so you just all Houston was always in your plans. Yeah,
1: so Houston was really my my goal before I even moved to Memphis. Like I always knew why Houston in college because I just felt like it's not far from home and it gives a home sense like Mm -hmm. home as in Mississippi, you know.
0: Sense and there's just a lot
1: more opportunity here. Like I've always done my research on the job field here and um the income to. Cost of living,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, no state taxes. It was just <laughs> a lot that went into like Texas in general, even though it's a Republican state and everything. Like, I just felt but like it's the blue
0: is on the come The blue is on the
1: come up. I to say that <laughs> out here. Yeah. I could definitely feel. And Houston is a black city. Like, I love being black and I'm proud of like that culture. Yeah. So I felt like Houston was, and it's grown for young professionals too. So mm-hmm. I felt like Houston was just. Always going to be a good move to make if I made it my final place or if it was just a pit stop. Right. I just knew Houston would be
0: a good move for me. Yeah. So. Okay. So you started applying to jobs. Yes. Yeah, so I started applying
1: for jobs that night after I told them, like, I'm putting my two weeks now this next week. And okay. like in the next week, I got like four job interviews four or five job interviews yeah so the job that I did have in Memphis I'm ever grateful for it because it's a very um exclusive job sector of science I got a lot to say but like cell (laughs) 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 cell therapy is just a new it's not super new but it's a new way of science I guess so not many people have a lot of experience in it and like doing different um assays and stuff the equipment that's ran not people have a lot of experience in it so I Mm -hmm. had a a upper hand applying for jobs with this experience all right so it helped me out tremendously so like I'm ever grateful for the move to Memphis because Mm -hmm. it definitely helped me get to where I am now so I started applying I got four Um, four or five um, job interviews and I made my decision to two I put in I had two different um, places that I was weighing my options on Mm -hmm. and then KBI won me over with you know the salary and relocation and stuff they were offering and they were like I think this was like February I'm gonna say twenty something. Okay, when they said, "Hey, you're hired. Can you move out here and start by March 8th? So a month? Oh no, not a month. Two weeks. Two weeks. Two weeks. And I was asking him. I was like, "March 8th, That's soon. That's in two weeks. Like, I still have to give my job two weeks' notice. I got to move all my stuff. I'm moving states. It's like eleven hour drive. Right. Like, oh my god." Like, <laughs>
0: wait I was, I was ready Anxiety? but hold
1: <laughs> i gotta do all this in two weeks that's a yeah. lot so they were like okay if you move here in two weeks we'll double double your relocation offer and i said oh yeah i'm coming <laughs> 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 two weeks i'm in there hey yes i'll 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 pack my shit up <laughs> so that's what i did like i moved out there i got my affairs to order in two days. affairs or." In order, can talk, in two weeks. So I did put in my two weeks notice the next day, and they were like, jaw dropped. <laughs> like, what?
0: You really did it?
1: You said you was going to do it. I said, I told y'all this. I told y'all. That's how I felt. I
0: was just
1: like, so excited. So, um, so
0: you didn't have time to plan.
1: Not for real. No, this was one time I told y'all, like, I like planning. I like being proactive. It wasn't very proactive. wasn't much planning. I just knew I was sick of Memphis. Like, if I stay there any longer, I'm not going to say what I was going to do. but I was going to do it. <laughs> but, yeah, I had to get out of there. So, yeah, in those two weeks, like, I was running around like a chicken with her head cut off. And I worked at Cognate until the day before I left. Oh my like
0: God,
1: mm-hmm. oh young girl, I collected the <laughs> to the very <laughs> end.
0: I got all my coins.
1: I got it about of them, girl. So yeah, I had to. Th- okay, so I put in my two weeks' notice that week. Mm-hmm. Two weeks before that weekend, I flew out to Houston and came apartment hunting. Okay, and I looked at like I had got in touch with the. Uh, kind of like a realtor for apartments, I guess. Okay. Gotcha. They really hooked me up. Mm -hmm. Um Smart City Houston, if y'all look them up on Instagram, something like that. Okay. And they were like adamant on time, precise, gave me everything I look I was looking Mm -hmm. for, set up my um appointments to go visit places, the apartments. Wow, that's legit. And yeah. And I did it for two days. I two days full of appointments and on the second day I found my apartment that I'm living in now and I signed a lease. Mm. A week after. One week. One week after I signed a lease and then the next week I was moving.
0: I think that's so wild. Emotionally like <laughs> what was that like? I didn't have time to be emotionally. Right? couldn't process. No <laughs> I couldn't process a thing.
1: I was like I got the job. Oh my god I got the job. <laughs> oh shit I gotta move. Oh my god, I gotta pack up all my stuff. And I have a lot of shit. Like, you don't know how much stuff you have until you go start packing it up. You're like, what? Why did I keep this? Where did this shoe come from? Where's the other one? Like, you know, yeah. And then I have a dog. So it was like, it was so mm. much. But my family really came through and helped me move. Okay. Like, so you had support. Definitely had support, needed that support. My family was really, my dad came and drove from Dallas to memphis memphis to houston in like two days with my two brothers Mm -hmm. and then my sister and my brother-in-law came to help it was a family affair
0: okay shout out
1: shout out to the bookers
0: okay so now you're in houston you start your job how did you like were you did you feel more prepped for this move Um yeah, even though I didn't have
1: enough a lot of time, Mm. I had more knowledge, finances, maturity, Mm. and just a better mindset of moving to Houston because like I said, it was where I knew I wanted to to be. So it was like, yes, finally, you know, it's a sigh of relief, sigh, like I was happy about it, you Mm -hmm. know. It was exciting and I was like, okay, I'm still working in my field. I'm still, you know, continuing to build my career Mm
0: -hmm. and
1: everything. So it felt good. Yeah. I'm not going to say I I planned,
0: but I felt more prepared for sure. Okay. Okay. What about the friends part in Houston? Oh, yes. like... (laughs) I mean, I love my friends in Memphis that i made. I'm so grateful for them. But,
1: like, I knew so many more people in Houston. Like, people from right. Xavier, people from home.
0: Mm-hmm. Like, it's just a
1: more comfortable space. Um, like, we wouldn't even been able to sit here and do this podcast. You know, me like, it, it feels great <laughs> being around people who I'm familiar with, of course. Like, right. It made me more comfortable moving, for sure.
0: Okay. And so now you've been in Houston, like, how long? Six months. Oh, it's, it's been
1: so fast. Yeah. It, it went like,
0: like, like, that. like yeah.
1: my, I moved here March 5th, started my job March 8th, and today is August 20th. <laughs> Basically September. It's September. Basically
0: 2022.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what? Time is like not waiting on a soul, y'all. It's, it's crazy. It's crazy. I, I I feel like I looked up, and mm. I'm six months in new city. Like I blinked, yeah, and then, and I'm here now. I feel like I'm comfortable in Houston already. Like I, I hmm. you don't even use GPS. Them I'm not online. I, I don't use to GPS say, wow. to go to work because I go there every day. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't do that anymore. So it's pretty cool.
0: Like. Yeah. It's not so overall, you feel better about this move because you feel like it's more <clears throat> like aligned with what you always wanted to do.
1: Yes, definitely. Feels more secure. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like I'm in a place with more opportunity. It's not even like even about this job because I don't even want to do this job. Like, <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> don't get me wrong. I love I love being able to save lives from a distance and everything I love the impact I've I'm given on the world the small impact i am given on the world but I don't think that I want to work for anybody anymore you know I think I'm evolving mm. to like different mindset of how I want to live in the future I'm thinking okay. about like my future lifestyle and everything like that so I think living in Houston has opened my eyes to opportunities and how I want to be where I actually want to be, you know, how I'm gonna get there what I want to do to get to
0: that place. Hmm. All right. So you don't want to be working a nine to five. Hell <laughs> no. Nah. Hell no. Nah. And Houston helped you see that. Hell yes. Okay, how? Like what about the city? <clears throat> or is it you? Um I miss both. Like okay. First of
1: all, I think like a, a nine to five is wonderful. You know, mm-hmm. it's structured, um, it's consistent, it's secure. Mm-hmm. Like you get great benefits a salary <laughs> that you know, this, this consistent income is coming. It feels great to just have something that's reliable, you know, but it's like, I know that I don't want to work for somebody because I just don't agree with how things are done in mm-hmm. my workplace. Gotcha. And everything like that. So and it's also nothing I'm super passionate about. Call I mean, that could be selfish because I'm doing great things and mm-hmm. it's not like I'm not happy to be helping people, which I am. Like I love helping people, but it's not my passion, honestly. So that. it's like I'm realizing since I switched jobs in the same career field it's like all right god this ain't it like this ain't what I really
0: really really want to do you know okay okay so if you had to rank Houston what would you give it? Houston's a nine maybe (laughs) a ten
1: Houston's five like okay what do you like
0: okay so you said the opportunities like does it feel like more city-like than Memphis?
1: Oh yes, it's definitely okay. more fast-paced, more to do, more people, um, more opportunity, more money in the city. You can just smell it. Square. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You're dramatic. <laughs> All right, you're
0: a dramatic. But you can see
1: it for sure. I'm not gonna say smell it, but you can see you can see the money in the city. There's businesses everywhere. You know, it's just mm. more inspiration. Um. I don't know. It's just a better quality of a place to live, I'd say. And I'm getting more bang for my book. Yeah. Like. Yeah.
0: All right. What about weather? The weather is hot. Like, yeah. I mean, you you say that, but like, you're from Mississippi. Yeah. You went to New Orleans. Yeah. so it's still hot out here like (laughs) i don't know it's something about this texas heat it's like it's also august which is the hottest hottest month month
1: but it's been hot i've been here since march it was hot in march (laughs) (laughs) sweating in march okay Okay. i don't know it's it's it feels like the south and i know this is technically like the dirty south too Mm -hmm. but it's it feels more western to me like
0: yeah, definitely. Given
1: Southwest, vibes, is hot. No, it's dry hot. <laughs> I mean, it's humid. At the same yeah. time. it's super humid, but it's just I don't know. I don't know. I don't even know how to explain it. But it's always hot out here. Hot <laughs> and then it rains. It's yeah. like rain hot,
0: rain hot, rain hot. Yeah, one
1: hundred and five degrees.
0: Yeah, but it was raining. you never know. Okay, so the last few questions do you see yourself living in Houston forever or like is this your home now um as of right now
1: yeah it's my home and I feel like I can see myself living here for a long time because it's it's not even about the city it's more like even the outskirts like I work in the woodlands which is like 40 minutes north of the city of Houston right so in the woodlands is also one of the richest cities of the greater Houston area. So Mm -hmm. I get to see even more opportunity out there. There's sky Mm -hmm. rises, the skyscrapers, all the way out in the woodlands. So I just think that if I wanted to move to a greater Houston area, Mm -hmm. I'd be comfortable doing that too. There's like, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: so I I can see myself, you know, raising a family out here, getting started with my third (laughs) swing of life.
0: Oh god, I'm old <laughs> I'm talking about well, raising a family. Oh my god! Yeah, sis, you got that one. <laughs> All right, you too. We the same age. What are you talking about?
1: It's coming. Give me five more years, so.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. So last question is always the jam question. If you could give advice. You know i've been saying this all season like i'm like you know usually the gym question might not be but for every episode it's been the same question like if you could give yourself advice on moving like your younger self mm-hmm. like your save yourself mm-hmm. or even like your memphis version so like what what advice would you give yourself to- take oh go ahead <laughs> no so saying, right <laughs> get it out <laughs> get it out it's like one of those awkward zoom calls (laughs) (laughs) except for in person (laughs) oh my gosh okay Um, now i don't even remember so go ahead it's okay all
1: right my gym
0: i guess would be to
1: take the risk like jump Mm -hmm. in like if if you're a little scared you know order your steps of course you know ask Mm -hmm. god pray you know, align yourself, but take that risk at the same time. Don't be scared. Like you can't be scared. Don't get me wrong. You be scared, but don't let it stop you from doing what you want to do. Because right. you're never gonna grow. Like I don't feel like I'd be here if I didn't take the risk to move Houston. I don't feel like I'd be here if I took the risk to move to Memphis. Like right. there's risk in everything you do, and if you stay stagnant, you're risking staying complacent, right. staying where you're at, not growing, mm-hmm. not becoming you know the version of you you really want to be so that's my gym take that risk (laughs) and girl live your life (laughs) live your life man you but you only get one One. You you only get one yeah so you know you could fix a problem like if you if you move and you don't like it move back move to a new city but like don't get complacent get stuck and hate where you are and be depressed because i've been there done that (laughs) and it's not worth it and the more time you just sit there and just get bogged down mm -hmm, um the harder it is to dig yourself out of that hole so take that risk
0: take the risk boom okay i just want to add one more thing to your gem and it's something that we were talking about like last week or whenever we hung out last it's like betting on yourself oh yeah so i feel like that goes in with like taking the risk because you don't know whatever like your new situation is about to be what your new move is going to be like what your city's going to be like but you know yourself you know yourself yeah and you know your limits
1: you know what you can do and you know that if you put your mind to it you can really obtain it right you know? right so write it down manifest it speak it out loud tell somebody you know yeah and then do the research behind it. Do what you need to do to make sure that you can get where you want to be. You can thrive when you, you know. get there. Yeah. Bet on yourself for real. Like, because you're the only one that's gonna get you to where you want to be, right? right?
0: Like
1: nobody. If you can't can count on your yourself.
0: Hand. You can't count on nobody. What are you doing?
1: <laughs> what are you doing? Reevaluate.
0: <laughs> Reassess. Rewind. <laughs> Rewind. Like I feel like that's really crucial.
1: Definitely, definitely, definitely. If you don't if you don't bet on yourself you're never gonna make it anywhere because That's true. it's like how far can you really go if you're only limiting your options
0: right you know? or if you're relying on others opinions of you oh yes i don't you know? care what anybody says
1: <laughs> i think that my mama could tell you i don't give a damn <laughs> like <laughs> at all like at all she'll be like my second child she just gone with the wind like, I moved out at eighteen. I came back for three weeks. I I mean, I'll go visit, of course, but I ain't going back. I'm never going back to Mississippi. Never, never. I will never go back. I took that risk. I made that bet on myself, <laughs> and I know, like, if I made it in Memphis, I can make it anywhere. anywhere. <laughs> I can make it anywhere. And oh, if I made this move to Houston, which is hard, yeah, I can move anywhere. I can do what I, I can do. What needs to be done, like, I'll make it happen for real. And I think that. If you have that mindset, then you're gonna go real far in life. Like it...
0: yeah. Boom. Damn.
1: I feel like
0: what else can we say?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I learned a lot from my experience. Like I always wanna share my story because I feel like you know I went through a lot of hardships that could be a testimony to somebody else. And yeah, a, a little confidence builder, maybe because it's hard out here like give yourself some grace like that's what I live by I always say like give yourself grace like you know things are tough especially now when a little pandemic like life is hard always give yourself grace because you are working hard you know like if you're not working hard shame on you right what you doing get off your ass (laughs) and on your feet get off social media get off social media stop scrolling take a break I gotta take social media breaks all the time just Just to, like, make sure I'm on track with focusing on everything else. Listen to a podcast. Listen to the balanced grind. (laughs) Shameless plug. (laughs) (laughs) Of course. Do that.
0: All right, Sue. Well, thank you once again for hopping on. I appreciate you. Maybe we'll have you back for season two for a little update okay. or whatever. Maybe <laughs> I'll be doing better and greater things. Right. Not we'll see job. if she's still at the same job, y'all. I won't be. I promise. <laughs> That's a promise. Manifestation. Okay. I here all right. First. All right. So she's coming back and she's going to tell us what she's been up to. <laughs> <laughs> all right, y'all. Thanks for listening. We'll check out next episode. <laughs>